Yeah. 
selection. Go tell it on the mountain. What are you going to tell? You're going to tell that Jesus Christ was born. And because of that, he has made a difference in our lives. Somebody say amen.
gotta tell him that he's saved. He'll pick you up and he'll turn you around. Tell it in the east. Hey, hey, yeah. 
yes, we need to stand right now. Stand, folks, in praise, honor, and worship to God for the message that he's sending our way today. He can send a message, and there's none like it. It goes out and reaches down into the heart of all the folk. Jesus, keep me near the name Jesus that's the song I am to me it's always in order amen it brings about a feelings that sometimes you just don't get singing other song and every time I think of that song I hear it I think about those that was on the great tent uh, 
what you call that ship, great tentat ship. <laughs> Amen. The ship that was sinking way out in the middle of nowhere on the ocean. And as it was going down, the man and all the singers, those that could not get off, were singing that song. Amen. And it is our desire and our plea for the Lord to keep us near the cross. I hear some noise from somewhere. Thank you. We are praising God for his spirit today. The choir was singing, go tell it. Jesus made that plea and that statement almost 2,000 years ago when he gathered his 12 together, 12 disciples. After he rose from the dead, he said, go ye into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The gospel is the, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is nothing else to preach if we fail to preach Jesus to a lost and a dying world. I'm glad that he is the pattern Not just a pattern, but he is the pattern for the whole world. He's a pattern for you and I, for the church, and for everyone else, especially those that want to be like him. We are happy to have our share with us. Amen. It isn't election time, but I was happy to hear him say that when he come here, he's still coming home. You know you can feel so welcome. Amen. He ain't. He don't feel so much at home that he will get so content that he'll put his shoes off, but he feel welcome. And that is the way that every church is supposed to make people feel. Not something that you just pretended. Not something or someone you're tolerated. But the love of God that flows out from you to other individuals means a lot. Uh, to some of you that is not aware and don't know that uh, Chef McMillan have a choir also. Amen. And I certainly want to hear that choir. He, he, he loved choir singing. It's the reason why that he was listening to you. I don't know 
whether they got to shout like we got yet, but amen. I, I want to hear, amen, that choir that I have heard that can sing so beautifully. Amen. However, the Lord has blessed the Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir. And the youth choir is coming on also. We are praising God for them. And even the children that is going to be performing this afternoon, I think around 6 o'clock. And I know that the parent will be here to, amen, help encourage their children, amen, in the program that will be uh, this evening. This morning, the Lord laid it on my heart, well, not this morning, but last night. Again, something that I've preached and others have preached and I wanted something different and new for this morning, amen. But the Lord gave me something else. Now, when I say the Lord is doing these things, you don't have to believe me if you don't want to, amen. But I got to see God one day, and God will say to me, why did, why did you lie on me? Amen. You said that I said something I didn't say. Uh, but I want you to know that I know the spirit of the Lord. And I've been dealing with him pretty close until I know when he wants me to do things and when he don't want me to do them. Although when he said do them and I want to do something else, then I have to make flesh be solemn and do God's will and God's bidding. Amen. I'm wondering, amen, right now before I start the message, amen, I heard that uh, Sister Denise, along with her husband, is here. Are they here? Are they here? If they are here, well, they, oh, there, they wave. Y'all sit way back there. Thank God for you. Brother and Sister Spencer from Chicago. Amen. She is a former member of Greater Bethlehem Temple. In fact, I don't like to use that word. I like to say you're a member still here. Amen. And also her husband because uh, since he has married her, then he had to leave his father and mother and come where she's coming. And also, we're supposed to have another one from Chicago that's supposed to be probably leaving sometime today. I think Brother Conde from Bishop Bell, is he here? Brother Conde, will you stand? Amen. That is a man that's just about running Chicago. He's making more money than the law lives. And he ain't selling drugs. <laughs> Amen. However, we're glad to have all of you all here. And all the rest of the visitors, we want you to feel welcome to the friendless church in town. This morning, message is found in the book of St. Luke. 
chapter 16. I'm sure the Lord is going to speak to your hearts this morning. They that have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit has to say to you. For God will be speaking to you This is a parable that we is about to bring, but it's not so much talking about the kingdom of God will be likened to. We are trusting that God will bless you and that he will help you to understand what God is trying to say to every individual. Every word that is in the Bible is right. Every word in the Bible was inspired by God. And nothing is to be took lightly. God mean what he say. And say what he mean and he said don't add and don't take from. Hallelujah. David endorsed his saying and said, Lord, thy word is forever settled in heaven. There's nothing I can do to change it. You may not like everything that is recorded in here. You may not agree with everything, but you can't do nothing about it. Amen. So we are asking each of you, even you that are out in radio land, to Line up with God's word and God's way. For of a truth, God will not line up with you. You must line up with him because he is declared to be not just a cornerstone, but the chief cornerstone. And there are other cornerstones, but every cornerstone must be lined up by the chief cornerstone. And we know that he is the chief cornerstone because we find again where he said, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, not just a foundation, but a sure foundation. Hallelujah. He can and will support, amen, everything you put upon him. In the book of Luke, the 16th chapter, beginning with the 19th verse, from the 19th through the 31st verse of this chapter. There is one word I want you to remember. There's one word I want you to underline. When the reader get to it, and that is verse 25. And you will find these words recorded of this word. Remember. Remember. That's my subject and my text today. To each of you, 
that are here today and you that are tuned in. God is saying to you, remember. Amen. Nobody want to go to hell. I don't guess. You that really want to go to hell, raise your hand. Oh, I should have won. I don't see nobody of all these pretty close to 1,800 people or more and nobody give me a volunteer then. Just a volunteer. Maybe we got one up in the choir stand. Y'all sure y'all don't want it? Y'all don't want to go there? Well, maybe there's a preacher that don't care as long as he get money. That he, he, he don't care any of you preachers want it. Now, they have a reason they don't want to go. You got a reason you don't want to go. The Bible declared that eternity is too long. And hell is mighty hot. And I know you have read about it, you have heard about it, and nobody want to go, but some folks is going there. And I'm not talking about the grave. Evangelist Hardy is coming and to read in your hearing, and I want you to please pay attention and also uh, note and underline verse 25, remember, remember, Evangelist Hardy will come at this time. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, 
Remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, betwixt us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses. And the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. All the people say, Amen. Remember thou creator in the days of thou youth, before the evil days come now, when you can say, or we can say, as young people, we have no pleasure in them. This is a very sad story, but it is very true. This is a very sad story, but it still has his story to tell to some that yet don't believe and some that don't, don't understand. That's the reason why that God is trying to get us to wake up and that we will understand what the will of the Lord is concerning us. When God made each of us, he had something in mind very great. And God will see to it that what he had in mind, he won't be disappointed by man. Amen. God is going to get done what he purposed and what he had in mind before the foundation of the world. You may not give him what he wants. You may not give him what he is asking for. That's why the Bible even declares that she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she live. To the young people today sometime, we feel and we throw off on the old people and we say that, the old people has enjoyed themselves uh, when they were young and now they want to clamp down uh, on the young people and tell them, uh, amen, how that they should conduct themselves. Uh, but I want you to know that God got something to say about it. Uh, God got something to say about your life. Uh, God got something to say about the way you conduct yourself. Uh, God got something to say about the way that you live. That's why he said to the wise Solomon, remember thou creator in the days of thou 
youth before trouble come upon you before sickness come upon you before you find yourself in prison before you find yourself all broken up or filled with diseases you don't wait till you get old to serve the Lord he said I call you young men because you're strong you is able to run for God you is able to go and tell it on the mountain you is able to go over the hills and through the valleys the old man can't do it old men for counsel but young men's for war hallelujah I want you to bear with me today because there is something in mind that God wants you to grasp today that you will get a hold of yourself God didn't make you that you can go out and find pleasure out in the world and can continue to amen to conduct yourselves well that you can find much pleasure as you so desire God ain't cared about pleasure but he wants you to give him the glory and give him all the praises and honor and praise God that you are here left in the land of the living to still serve God you didn't have to be here today you didn't even have to be living today but God because of his mercy because of his love kindness and his tender mercy he purposed within himself how he wanted you to live hallelujah there's nothing like living a life for God I want you to see I don't know why but God have most of this message pointed towards the young people amen when you don't understand when your mind is full of pleasure and you eyes begin to look out in the world and some of you going from place to place looking to find riches amen abundantly of money but money ain't everything oh hallelujah education ain't everything that's why when you get a scholarship and you're going off to some other university amen to be filled with fame that's all right too but you need to inquire is there a church there is there an apostolic church there what kind of a church is it hallelujah the bible declares what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul yes you can have prestige yes you can get some of the things that the world is offering you but if you get these things if you have these things if you delight in these things and don't have God you is unwise hallelujah I want you to know amen that God 
ain't gonna stand for for you to build him around something that you have in mind. But you must build what you want around him. He is big enough to help you. He will help you. And he will bless you. Hallelujah. Let me go back where I was. Some of you think money's everything. But I'm here to tell you that. Money's all right in his place. Amen. But sometimes money won't do you no good. I want you to take a look at this poor man. And I wondered many times as I read it. I wondered over and over in my mind. Why did God allow such things to happen to his servant? But God got away. His past finding out. We don't question God. We may not understand him. But we don't question him. His ways. His past finding out. Hallelujah. All we do is by faith we walk with God. By faith we believe God. Hallelujah. He that coming to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. I want you to see the rich man and everything he desired. Yeah, rich man, you better get your pleasure down here and your glory and your fame down here. Look how he living. It was wrong for him to be rich because I can't see why he stole nothing. Amen. Sometimes God will bless you to be rich. Amen. I'm not condemning the rich man because of his richness and for what he got. I'm not condemning him because of the way he dressed. What's nothing wrong with that? Hallelujah. I'm not condemning him for the food that he had on his table and the guests that he had along with him. I'm not condemning him for none of those things. But I'm condemning him because he left God out. Hallelujah. He didn't do what he supposed to have done. Hallelujah. The Bible declared whosoever have this world good and see his brother in need and shut up the bowels of his compassion against him. How dwelleth the love of God in him. Hallelujah. Don't get quiet on me. Because I'm going to preach this morning. Hallelujah. Everybody got a ear to hear. Let them hear. Oh, look. This rich man had everything. He wasn't worried about nothing. Glory be to God. And I want you to get it. Well, you won't leave here condemning.
the right way. Hallelujah. But you can't judge everybody. Amen. For what they have on. And they're surrounded. And say that they must be pleasing God. Or they must be working. Or trying to work with the Lord. Give me a little more volume. Hallelujah. I want you to see now. What the will of the Lord is. Concerning us. We can't understand him. It seemed like if we have that closer walk with him he'll bless us materially wise but that's not always so look at this poor man he was poor it's bad to be poor not only poor but he was filled with diseases hallelujah not only filled with diseases but he was lame he couldn't even walk but yet he was a child of God hallelujah he was sickly Somebody judge Job when Job was sick and under all of these afflictions. Somebody said he must have sinned and God has left him. When all of the bores and the soldiers of what's upon Job, they said, I've never seen a righteous man suffer like you. Only sinners, a man would suffer with these types of diseases but I want you to know that the Bible said all things come to all men's alike whether you the child of God or whether you the sinner a rich sinner of the world hallelujah look at Lazarus now a man that God approved of sitting here and he was too weak to go there himself somebody had to carry him amen and sit him down at the rich man's gate where that he could get food from the rich man. That was God's purpose. This was God's intention. But the rich man, hallelujah, paid him no mind. And he just only, amen, desired the scraps which was called the crumbs that came from the table. When you get through eating, I'll be willing to wait. Just give me some of the leftovers. Give me some of the scraps. If you didn't eat all the meat off of the balls, give me what you left. Whatever it is. Not only that, the Bible said the poor man was a beggar. Hallelujah. It's bad to be a beggar, but God got his own way of doing what he wants to. I want you to follow me. Now look at him now. He's sick. He is poor. He is filled with diseases. He got souls all over him. Hallelujah. But he was carried there and he was placed there not one day but every day. Hallelujah. Don't you know that God's eyes was upon him as well as his eyes was upon the rich man. Hallelujah. God is watching us and he know what you're going to do and what you won't do. He will be judged 
parents by. I want you to see him. This poor man, he was stink. Anytime you got souls on you, and they are running souls, they are stink. You are mortified. Hallelujah. He had souls on him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. You need to read about it. Hallelujah. Inflame. Corruption. Running from one to the other one. Draining down. And every time it trades, it makes another sore. It was oozing out. Oozing out. Hallelujah. And yet, nobody had compassion. Hallelujah. But God said, you don't have none. I'll go to something else. He went to the dog and caused the dog to go to Lazarus and lick the souls. Clean the souls. Are y'all ain't gonna talk with me? If you know I'm preaching Bible, why don't you say amen? But I want you to see. I'm gonna come home with it. When I bring it home, God gonna be talking to you. This message is not for nothing. It's for you to understand. It's for you to repent. It's for you to look on yourself and see how you are conducting yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, look at here. Amen. Everybody passed him by. Hallelujah. But God has something in mind. He wanted his message to be preached. Not only today, but continuously until you repent and see how God works. Hallelujah. Look at the man. He can't walk. He can't stand up. He can't do nothing for himself. Everything that he get has to be brought to him. He was a beggar. No doubt in my mind, in being a beggar, you are pleaded. You said, please, just give me something. I'm hungry. Lord, have mercy. I can't hardly preach this message. Amen. For tears, for compassion. And you don't look like he's touching you. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give you and understand it, that you will understand how God works. Hallelujah. But I'm so glad things won't last always. Oh, hallelujah. You can be at one stage today and tomorrow you can be different. You can be down in the valley today and on the mountain tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It seemed like that God wasn't thinking about this poor sickly man. Oh, hallelujah. But remember the Bible declared, he is the same today, yesterday and forever. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to see now, amen, because if Jesus tarry, we all 
is going to leave here one way or the other. Your body may be filled with diseases. Some of you may have cancer right now. You may have sugar right now. You may have other diseases in your body right now. But that's not a sign that you have committed some sin or another. I say that all the time. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, but it's the way that God feels. He don't always heal you when you're sick or when you're lame. Your affliction help teaches you. Amen. The way God walks and the way God thinks. Hallelujah. David said it was good for me to be afflicted. Hallelujah. When nobody can tell you nothing and you got time to lay on your bed, whether you're in the hospital or wherever you are, you got time then to listen to somebody. You got time to read your Bible. You got time to listen to God. Hallelujah. So look at this man. Sick. Filled with diseases. Souls. Running souls. Hallelujah. Look at it. All over him. No doubt. The rich man said, I don't want to be bothered with him. He disgraced my house. But he was at the gate. He wasn't worthy to come to the house, not even to the porch, but at the gate. Just drop me off at the gate. He'll see me there. Though I can't get in, but he'll hear my voice. Hallelujah. Please. Please, sir, rich man. Give me something, please. Hallelujah. Just give me the scraps. The crumbs. He was bleeding. Hallelujah. Pass was gushing out. He had to be smelling. Where was God at this time? The one that rules and the one that got all power. Can't God do something? Yes. If he wants to. He's not ready. Surely the rich man belonged to God, but not this poor man. Hallelujah. Both of them was brethren. Both of them was Jews. The reason I know the rich man was a Jew is because Gentiles don't call Abraham father. Hallelujah. But only when he got in trouble, he said, Father, Abraham, we won't listen until it's too late. Lord have mercy. You got your health. You got your strength. But there is things within your spirit need to be cleaned up. God dare you to carry envy, strife, and malice, and hatred in your heart from day to day. 
Why don't you say amen? Hallelujah. Oh, I ain't got to it yet. But I got something to say. I want you to know and I want God to help you to see yourself. Some of you going to leave out just like you came in. Hallelujah. Heart and mind stuff with things that is not right in the sight of God. Carrying malice, inmate strife in you from day to day. How can you pray? How can you survive? How can God walk with you and yet you say, I'm a child of God. Honey, that's just your testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Surely, rich man got everything. Amen. Everything he got, plus he's in good health. Hallelujah. Finally, the poor man died. Listen to what he said. The poor man died. Amen. And was carried. The angels carried him to Abraham. And he was carried in the bosom of Abraham. Now listen to what he's going to say. And finally, the rich man died. Now listen. He died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes and he saw Lazarus. Hallelujah. Then he started pleading and praying. He said, send Lathus. Just one drop. Just one drop. Anything for a little comfort. Anything to ease the pains. Just one drop. But he still might have that diseased body, Lather. I don't care. Just let him dip his finger in the water. I'm not asking for a cup full. I'm not asking him to dip his whole head, but his finger. Your time is coming. You may feel all right now, but your time is coming, and it won't be long. Bible said to the poor man, I mean to the young man, go on young man, boast in your strength, hallelujah, go where you want to go, but there is a day coming, hallelujah, God see you, he know what's going on in your mind, hallelujah, we are so disorganized so far away from God's way of living and expectation and got our own mind and our own way some of us is well off with money you don't have to be rich but you're gonna have a rich idea some of y'all will never be rich with money but your ideas Nobody can tell you nothing. A rich man don't need nothing but have a mind and a way to spend what he got. 
but he never stopped reaching. Some of us ain't got nothing because we won't let nobody tell us nothing. You get a few dollars, amen, you'll stop work. Oh, yes, you will. You'll stop work. Amen. And some don't know what to do with it, but God said you can't beat me giving. Huh? If you want to take in more, give out more. Hallelujah. But I declare if you pick up a hand of sand when it's dry and hold it in your hand loosely, it'll stay there. But I dare to tighten down on it. The more you close your hand, the more the sand is going out even through your fingers and everywhere. And when you open your hands, you ain't got much left. Some of us is able to come to other individuals' rescue. Some of you all could help them, amen, get off of the welfare. But you won't even do that. There shouldn't be a poor person in the city that you know about that you shouldn't do something about, something for. I'm not talking about these little few Christmas baskets, amen, that you done collected from the whole congregation. One man could do that. One woman can do that. God has blessed you financially. Enough for you is well able. Why would you go and gather from somebody that ain't even got, can't make ends meet themselves? I said, I'm going to preach after a while. I'm just laying my foundation. And I want you to see when God called upon you, he said, when you see and understand, amen, and realize that somebody's in need, go and tell everybody else to make it light on yourself. Go and gather money from us. He didn't say that. If God didn't, didn't feel that you was able to do it, he wouldn't show it to you. You go in your bank account. You go in your pocket or your purse and you give what God laid on your heart to give and I declare he'll bless you more and more. Seven hundred and something dollars we took up the other week to buy about 20 something baskets, chickens and other different things. That ain't no money. When God knows what he done put in my mind and on my heart, one person in here could have gave over $700. It wouldn't have hurt them. But you want everybody. Why you can pay just a little bit. I got something to say. Hallelujah. Yes. You may not be down as of yet with a disease. And yet you are not rich, but it's God's will to make you rich. Hallelujah. Not only spiritual rich, but rich in this world where you can have to share and to give to those that is in need. I don't know how many of you are looking for the Lord to come soon, but I'm looking for him. Hallelujah. And I don't want money to stand between me and God. Hallelujah. You have to mind out how you treat the poor. How you treat the homeless. People out there don't have a place to stay. God said you got plenty of room, you won't take them in. How God gonna judge us, I'm afraid. 
tell me you feel God because you come to church. Hypocrites go to church. Hallelujah. But he that see his brother in need, in need of a place to stay, need of clothes, need of food. Hallelujah. And you shut up the bowels of your compassion. What's the difference between you and the rich man that we're talking about now? Hallelujah. Oh, no. I don't have no sermon written out. Only what God brings to mind to help you to see yourself. Hallelujah. Sometimes the church suffers is because of so many tight folks. Hallelujah. You don't need to raise your money up. See, this is what I'm giving. But with a quiet spirit, God see it. Whether you ball it up or whether you spread it out, he see it. Huh? Oh, y'all ain't gonna like me when I get through. But God knows what we need. You saving some of that money for Christmas and toys? Amen, God can fix it. Why you won't even be living? Or why you feel so bad you won't even know when Christmas comes? Christmas is a time to share. If you say it or assume it, it's the Lord's birthday, though we don't know, but you're celebrating it as it is, then why not give something to him? To his church, to poor people. As much as you do for my little ones. Amen. You do it unto me. Hallelujah. So, the poor man, the time has changed. Hallelujah. Now he is comfortable. The sores that he had on him, he's been healed. Hallelujah. I'm afraid to preach a little bit now. I want you to see that how he can change the time. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to remain in the same condition because people see you down today. It's no proof and evidence that you have to be down tomorrow. I'm glad that God is one that will go down in the valley. Hallelujah. I don't care how long you've been down there. He know how long you've been down there. And you're to allow him to give you a visit. Amen. Down in the valley. But when he get out in the valley where you are, he will communicate with you and have a little talk with you. And after a while, he'll bring you up out of the valley. I can't see, thank God. How that he send, uh, amen, I'll make those rich uh, that desire to be rich. Uh, I can't see where uh, that he chained uh, and made the poor man uh, rich like the rich man. Uh, whilst he was blessed here on earth, uh, but God got his own way. Uh, I would rather have Jesus uh, than anything uh, this world would afford today. Uh, but 
but look the way God work with anybody that will allow him to do it. The poor man died and I believe he died because of the diseases that was upon him. I believe he died because of starvation. He was hungry. God could have fed him. God could have willed it so that he could have fed him even without the support of the rich man. But the Bible said the poor man died and was carried in the bosom of Abraham. And after a while, the rich man died. I don't believe that the rich man just dropped dead. I believe that he lingered upon his bed till he lost the desire for all of his riches, for all of his fine dressing, for all of his friends and his body was consumed away. Hallelujah. I believe that his flesh, that his bone was sticking out. Hallelujah. I believe that pride had left. And I believe that his eyes were set on a different world. I believe he thought about the way he treated the poor man didn't realize his time was coming hallelujah look at him now no more pride he looked up and he saw amen the poor man whilst he was here but he ain't poor no more he's in the arm of Abraham he is at peace don't let the world provoke you through what it's doing through hearts living through hearts getting along you've never been to Paris cause you weren't able to go there or some other parts of the world but don't be worried about that one of these days we gonna take the wings of the morning hallelujah we ain't gonna be in no air plant we ain't gonna be in nothing that is gonna crash with but we're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Yay! Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. I heard my mother say to my dad when he, before he got saved, he's a very rowdy man. Hallelujah. He didn't care for nothing. He was a mean man. He didn't treat my mother like he should have. She was always a soft, easy get along person. She said to him, it's your time now, but it'll be my time after a while. She didn't mean for rowdy living. Hallelujah. God has showed her something that he never dreamed of himself. We can tell the world through faith and confidence, it's your time now, but it'll be mine after a while. Look what we are suffering. Look what we are going through with. Look what we are doing without. 
Some of you right now, grown folks, parents, ain't got $5. But God say, you will survive. God will take that $5 or the $10 and bless it and multiply it. Hallelujah. Where to go farther than 25? Y'all don't believe that, do you? I dare you to take what you got left when you done paid your bills and spread it out before God. Why don't you try? You don't just testify. Try not. Say, Lord, this is all I got. He'll tell you like the widow woman. Hallelujah. He told them, the men of God say, tell them to go gather up all the vessels. Hallelujah. Everyone she can borrow from her neighbors, go get it. And then when you get it, bring it in and shut the door. The world don't have to know what's going on. You don't have to get up on the mountaintop and shout out, you the child of God. Hallelujah. And when that was done, the oil was running. It was still calling, bring me another vessel. Bring me another one. Until the servant said, there is no more. Said, all right, cap it. And go out in the community and sell it. Hallelujah. Pay your bill. You that owe bills and owe people, you need to pay them. If you don't, God's going to let the sheriff come after you. I'm telling you. And it's your fault. He say, oh, no man, anything. I always teach if you can't pay a bill, go to whoever. Hey, man, you owe and tell them, say, I don't have it right now. But when I get it, I'll pay you. God will soften their heart up. Hallelujah. Let me go on and finish. He saw the poor man. And he recognized him. Don't you think folks ain't going to recognize you in hell? Or the Bible already said, you're going to be trying to hide. You hypocrites. I don't mean none of y'all. Amen. But I'm talking about hypocrites. You ain't going to want nobody to see you in hell. And you're going to be trying to hide behind a big man like this. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean you'll be in hell. You know what I mean. You know. Amen. Amen. Hiding. But the rich man looked up there and he recognized Lazarus. Oh, things has changed. Y'all just need to keep on living right if you're living right. If you ain't living right, you need to start living right. Don't let these hard suffering things stop you from living for God. If you can't find a job, still live for it. If you be put out, live for it. Young ladies, old ladies, whoever you are, you don't have to yield to sin to sell your body. You don't have to become a prostitute. Hallelujah. Just tell him about it. Hallelujah. The devil will wait till you get in need and come offer you. Amen. Whatever he thinks that he can trade with you on, he'll do it. He'll try to bargain with you. But hold your head up. And say like Moses, I'd rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God 
than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. I wish I had some of y'all's amen for you. Hey! God said you can make it. But he looked up and he saw the poor man, the diseased man, the man that didn't have no friends. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that when God made all of us, he placed a little bit of himself in all of us. Mm, I know there's atheists saying that they don't believe that there's a God. But somewhere deep down within, they believe there is a supreme somewhere. Hallelujah. And I want you to see that somebody's compassion went out for this poor man. Well, I, I don't know whether they had to put a mask over the mouth and over the nose. But the some way or another, they went there and got him. The Bible doesn't tell me that they got him from his home. Well, I don't know whether he had a home or not, but I do know he didn't have no relative. And uh, God moved upon these people. Uh, whether they were strangers or not, he moved upon them in the way of compassion. And uh, they went there and got this poor man that wasn't able to help himself. Hallelujah. And uh, they carried him to the rich man's gate. I don't know whether they took times or not. And somebody has done the same thing likewise. But they carried him daily to the rich man's gate. And according to the word of God, the rich man didn't have no compassion. No, he didn't. But he looked up and he saw Lazarus carried in the bosom of Abraham. And he spoke and said, Oh, Abraham, hallelujah. I don't know whether you the term Abraham, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. But he said, Abraham, I know who you are carrying in your bosom. Will you let Lazarus just come and stick his finger in some water and school cool my parching tongue? I'm being tormented in this flame. Hallelujah. But Abraham said, Son, I want you to remember. Lord have mercy God is telling you to remember hallelujah he said remember in your lifetime remember what you had remember what you done with it remember how you had no compassion remember you didn't show it good remember you can't a high head remember 
when you had a chance to do good, you didn't do it. Remember, in your lifetime, God wants you to remember. That's all that God is saying to you. Remember, hallelujah. Yes, time bring about a change. I don't care, hallelujah. I don't care how far you're down in the valley. The Lord is able to bring you out. Yes, he is. Yes, he will. He'll bring you out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I said, nobody want to go to hell. Hallelujah. Are you that are going through it something now? I want you to turn to somebody and tell them my change will come with confidence. Tell them my change will come. I don't care what it is. Come on. You ain't doing it right. You need to get their attention. You need to tell them my change will come. Yes, you may be low. You may be out. Yes, you may be sick. Hallelujah. But you, along with faith, can say like Joe, out of all of my appointed time, I'm going to wait till my change comes. One of these days, yes, one of these days, I don't know when. Hallelujah. But I do know my change will come. Hallelujah. I don't know how soon, but my change is going to come. I may be down and out now. I may be lonely now, but my change will come. I may not be married now, and yet God know I want to hurt. My change will come. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Yes. All you got to do is wait on God. Stay down there and wait on him. Hallelujah. Don't you know what I just said? One of these days, we're going to mount up with wings of an eagle. You need to wait on God. Hallelujah. If you wait on him long enough, he'll show you his glory. If you wait on him long enough, he'll bring you out of the valley. If you wait on him long enough, he'll give you strength. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. Just wait on him. Encourage yourself. Say, you might say, I'm getting old, but my change will come. Hallelujah. Yes, if God wants you to even have any children, he know when to give them to you. And you don't have to go out and buy, adopt no child. If he gave Sarah one at her old age and Abraham at his old age, he'll do the same thing for you. Yes, he will. God don't need no help. He just want obedience. Hallelujah. Yes, let us praise him. Let us lift up our voice. Let us surrender to him. Yes, yes. Don't let the world confuse you. Don't go around with your head down. My God lives. My God lives. 
He has strength. He can do everything. He can do anything. Everything he want to do. My change. My change. Not yours. Confidence. Huh? They that wait. He said, after you have done the will of God, then you have need of patience just to wait. Huh? They that wait upon the Lord. They may be down in the valley. But they that wait, you, you can't bring yourself out of the valley. I heard somebody say, you pull yourself up by your own boot strain. But honey, God have to do it. You may pull, but every time you pull and get halfway up, you'll fall back down. Hallelujah. But they that wait on the Lord. How long are you going to wait? I don't know. But I'm just waiting on him. I'm waiting with faith. Huh? For I heard him say, he that promised to come will come. So don't try to make me doubt it. He will come. Hallelujah. He will come. They that wait upon the Lord. You're down here praying. Hallelujah. You're down here suffering. You're down here doing without. You may not have food. Oh, I don't know so many things you may not have. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew thy strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. He's gonna bring you out of there. He's gonna give you security. He's gonna give you strength that you will be able to go through. Remember, some of you are gonna get out and pray. God's going to say, remember. Hallelujah. Some of you all are going to get in need. God's going to say, remember. Hallelujah. Some of you are going to be filled with diseases. God's going to say, remember. Remember in your lifetime. Remember when you had a chance to do good and you didn't do it. For Solomon said, time and chances happen to us all. God will give you a chance to see what you're going to do with your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything in God's word is important. Everything. Coming back to money. Closing. God wouldn't tell nobody to give $25 if he knew they wasn't able to give it. Maybe a sacrifice, but God like love sacrifice. So you make a difference between yourself, between others, and God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added. I would rather draw upon myself than to draw upon God. I'm closing. There is somebody out there that need to make their way up here. Hallelujah. While God is dealing with your heart. Remember thou created in the days of thy youth. 
while everything is going well with you, while you feel that everything is well with your soul, you need to get up and come to him now. You need to get up, man or woman, wherever you are over the building, come. Where you can get life straight with God and let him help you. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. You know you need it. Hallelujah. Let God fix your life. You can't do it yourself. Can a leper change his spots? It's impossible.